0: In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg. President Joe Biden made a stop in Michigan on Tuesday, spending about 15 minutes with United Auto Workers on a picket line as the work stoppage entered its second week. The president told strikers to stick with it. Biden used a bullhorn outside the GM Willow Run Parts Distribution Center in Belleville. You guys, UAW, you saved the automobile industry back in 2008 and before. Made a lot of sacrifices. Gave up a lot, and the companies were in trouble, but now they're doing incredibly well, and guess what? You should be doing incredibly well, too. President Biden encouraged the workers to continue fighting for better wages despite concerns that a prolonged strike could slow the national economy. Later today, former President Donald Trump is set to deliver remarks at Drake Enterprises, an automotive parts manufacturer and supplier in Macomb County. Michigan has the most plants on strike in the nation, with 14 out of the country's 21 total. In a social media post, Trump, who announced his trip first, blasted Biden's decision to visit Michigan, claiming the president had no intention of visiting UAW members until Trump made his announcement. Trump's remarks are scheduled to begin at 8 o'clock this evening. His appearance coincides with the second Republican presidential debate, which Trump is not attending. According to the Michigan AFL-CIO, Drake Enterprises is a non-union manufacturer. Washington lawmakers face a weekend deadline for keeping the federal government open and operating. Local Congressman Tim Wahlberg remains optimistic House Republicans can solve their internal disagreements and keep the doors open. He says they're close to approving another four spending measures ranging from spending on national defense to agriculture. So I think if we get those four bills done and some of the holdouts see that the leadership has been honest in the reduction levels uh, and actually moving forward on the bills that, that we could get an extension of 30 to 45 days with this uh, this uh, CR and give us a chance then to complete within that time period all 12 bills. Wahlberg says House Republicans are shooting for a 30% across-the-board spending reduction. The overall budget target is $1.5 trillion for the next fiscal year, They need at least 218 votes to pass anything through the House of Representatives. The Senate has yet to approve any of the individual appropriations bills. Still, Wahlberg is optimistic they can work together to keep the government open. U.S. Senator Bob Menendez, the embattled senator from New Jersey facing indictment for allegations of accepting bribes in return for government-related favors, has lost another colleague's support. U.S. Senator Debbie Stabenow's office issued a statement last night Stapenow saying the allegations against Senator Bob Menendez are very serious and deeply concerning. While he deserves his presumption of innocence, I believe it is best for him to step down from the U.S. Senate. Bob is a longtime colleague, and it sandeds me to come to this decision. Ford Motor Company surprised many when they announced earlier this week they're pausing work and limiting spending on the electric vehicle battery facility in Marshall, Michigan, Ford spokesman T.R. Reid said the pause is until they're confident about their ability to competitively operate the plant. U.S. House Republicans have criticized Ford Motor Company for partnering with a Chinese battery technology firm at the Marshall facility. Congressman Tim Wahlberg says it's a matter of national security. I'm delighted. While I want that, I 2,500 jobs for my district there in Marshall. Uh, I do not want to connect ourselves with the Chinese Communist Party 15 minutes from our Air National Guard base with a very uh, important drone wing uh, headquartered out of Battle Creek. Ford Motor Company has not indicated when or whether they might restart the project. Get ready for additional construction and associated delays and detours at the US-12-US-51 interchange in Niles. For years, it's been in the works. It's a $27 million project, and the Michigan Department of Transportation begins work on Monday, but eventually you will see the complete removal of the U.S. 12 bridges and ramps at M51, replacing the interchange with a signalized at-grade intersection. MDOT spokesman Nick Scheripper says this year is mostly preparation work, including temporary traffic shifts. Our study for this particular interchange started... Five years ago when we started doing public meetings and public hearings back in 2018 uh, to engage the community, to engage uh, all our stakeholders and all our partners. Later this year, Sharipa says traffic will move to one lane in each direction on the U.S. 12 ramps to M51 and traffic at the intersection will be maintained with a temporary signal. There will be several total closures and posted detours throughout the 2024 construction season. There will be some restoration and landscaping work that happens in 25, but that will have minimal impact on traffic. MDOT says the project includes repaving and rebuilding that area of the highway, plus concrete pavement repairs, new sidewalks, new traffic signals, pavement markings, and new signs. Work is underway on the restoration of the Firefighters Memorial in downtown South Haven, the Firefighters Memorial at the entrance of downtown was placed 23 years ago. In that time, the 800-pound handcrafted black granite-topped monument has been a reminder of the service provided by those in the fire service. South Haven Area Emergency Services Executive Director Brandon Hins says unfortunately, over two-plus decades, weather has taken a toll. Freeze and thaw cycles, water, wind, rain, ice, has uh, started infiltrating some of the mortar and started cracking it up. Even members of the public noticed the developing issues, and so Hinz and his colleagues reached out for help. They worked with the city for a five-hour road closure so Lakefront Roofing's new mason could start on the repairs. Hinz says the job is nearly complete. It looks good so far. We, we've also uh, we need to retouch the lettering uh, on the monument for the firefighters' prayer that that's faded on the west side of the monument. Just I'm assuming from the sun hitting it. In says the job should be done within a week. The cost of the repairs was covered by private donations and proceeds from the Shays' Pancake Breakfasts. Cornerstone Alliance says the recent pandemic in some ways changed the way the organization approaches economic development in our region. Rob Cleveland, president and CEO of Cornerstone, says they're still using traditional regional investments to attract and drive development in the area, but they're also fleshing out new opportunities. There's a number of of community development and physical development projects that have happened because of COVID. Um, So there have been a lot of money floating into the system and we're applying for grants on behalf of a lot of different communities. Cleveland says those grant projects are in addition to other more traditional business generating improvements. Most recently Cornerstone partnered with the City of St. Joseph and the Downtown Development Authority on a facade improvement project. Uh, In order to really spruce up the exterior of some of the commercial buildings in downtown St. Joe to make them more welcoming, to add more space, uh, and to ultimately get more and more people in there to exchange commerce and, and benefit the business owners in St. Joseph. St. Joseph City Commissioners heard from Cleveland this week during their regular meeting where they considered and renewed their annual association with Cornerstone. The commission approved the renewal unanimously. It's the 13th annual Rake a Difference event put on by United Way of Southwest Michigan. This is an event where volunteer teams rake leaves and clean gutters for senior citizens throughout Berrien, Cass, and Van Buren counties. As heard on the WSJM Morning Show, Debbie Ramirez is the volunteer engagement director at United Way of Southwest Michigan and says some outside chores are difficult, if not impossible, for seniors, and that's why they're asking for volunteers to help. We're super excited. We know last year was a banner year for us. We had more than 1,200 volunteers, and we're we're really hopeful that uh, the volunteers will come out in those numbers and more again this year. Seniors receive the Outside Up Keep Free of Charge. If you want to sign up, go to the United Way of Southwest Michigan's website. There was a three-vehicle accident in Cass County yesterday afternoon. Sheriff Richard Benke reports his deputies responded to the crash around 4 o'clock in the afternoon. It occurred west of the intersection of M60 and Leet Road in Howard Township. Benke says 61-year-old Terry Watterson of Cassopolis was attempting to turn into a driveway on M60 west of Leet Road. Following behind Watterson was 70-year-old Lloyd Kleiss, also of Cassopolis. Kleiss began to slow his vehicle to allow for Waterson's vehicle to wait for traffic and turn. That's when 62-year-old Lori Croster of Three Rivers failed to yield, rear-ended Kleiss' vehicle, which then rear-ended Watterson. One person was taken to Spectrum Health Lakeland Niles Hospital for injuries sustained in the crash. Seatbelts were on and alcohol is not believed to be a factor. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg.